welcome to the How Did That Work Out podcast, where we share, explore, as well as inspect internally and externally a variety of our life situations as well as others, all for the purpose of answering, how did that work out? I'm your host, Mike J. And I'm your host, Graham. Let's get into this. So now, dare I ask, how was how have you been? <laughs> Super busy, man. Super yeah? busy. Yeah. Just, I mean, really strategically laying out my days, waking up early, um, giving myself healthy breaks in the middle of the day. Because when I'm, when I've got a really, um, I mean, it's, it's, a, it, I have to stack it up right or something's going to go through the cracks right now. Um, Q4 in, in January are just, you know, coming out the, coming out the gate blazing. So I'm having to be super responsible, <laughs> making sure to take those midday breaks. Um, and then, you know, burning some candlelight too while doing it. And it's, it's great. Um, one thing you won't hear me do is complain, but, uh, just really busy right now. Yeah. So I, it sounds like to me that maybe your organizational, at, you know, skills are maybe being tested at this point because of, uh, so much going on at the you know at the same time it's a busy time of the year i guess cuz budgets get opened up uh from your you know your clients and so it's uh kind of a challenge to stay on top of what conversation you had when what deliverables you have coming before the other so that you can like you said stack them up so i think maybe this is your opportunity to grow with the uh, organizational stuff Oh, dude, I'm hyper organized. I mean, the, I'm not going to dismiss that. I think sharing some of that on another episode would uh, would probably, hopefully, be beneficial to someone yeah. else. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the kind of thing that uh, it's the kind of thing that allows me to take on, you know, a project management role as well as a a services role on a lot of engagement because I've got my shit together. I've got other people's shit together. I've done this thing so many times I know what next, you know, all, all the stuff. Well, then the extra step also though, sounds like there's mindfulness there where you are prescribing for yourself breaks. You are prescribing for yourself, um, some kind of a, uh, even if it's a loose, but routine that you can count on to help prepare you, whether it be mentally, you know, physically, spiritually for your most productive day. And I think that's something that we don't allow ourselves a lot of is, you know, we tell ourselves in order to be successful, we probably have to, you know, work ourselves into the ground. We have to, you know, never take breaks and show the boss that we're always, you know, always working so that we impress them enough so they can give us more work. <laughs> but instead, it sounds like you approach your day with, with a mindfulness of it's not the quantity of things that I do. It's the quality of things. And in order to keep that quality, I'm going to, you know, give myself opportunities throughout the day to kind of step away from it. That's exactly right. And and that includes, and I think we could blow out a whole episode on it, but I'll share a couple of those, those techniques is, you know, I don't, I like eight hours of sleep, don't have to get eight hours of sleep, but you don't have to drag through the day tired. Um, schedule a, a nap, in the middle of the day, you know, instead of doing something stupid that, you know, that's just a distraction or at least like 10 minutes of meditation, just something to refresh your tired body and brain. Um, 
the the other thing is um, t um, sort of mapping out or getting out information that's in your head into some kind of document. I keep paper and pencil. I think it's re a really intimate form of note taking. It works for me personally. Some people, you know, will just fire up a digital doc. Whatever works. You get it off your mind. You sleep better. That's a really good point. So it almost sounds like take a little time at night before bed to kind of reflect. I mean, I know that's like a, a Marcus Aurelius or a Stoic kind of practice is you might uh, jot down your thoughts before you go to bed. And then in the morning, you do the same right before you engage in your regular activities of your day. So here's a leading question then. And the reason it's leading is because I know the answer, or at least I think I do. Um, but I'd like to ask it anyway. And that is, are you the type of person that if you have a morning meeting, do you wake up right before the meeting with just enough time to get out of bed, you know, brush your teeth and you're scrambling the whole morning? Or do you get up and allow yourself some time to kind of prepare for your day at a, at a leisurely pace without, you know, being stressed the moment you wake up? I get up just in time. Do you? <laughs> then no. you did surprise me. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm just fucking with you. I absolutely prepare because, um, I know myself enough to know that um, if I'm not prepared, I'm going to screw up that that real time exchange of information. Um, I'm great with when I can sit and think and edit a document. I can get those words out real pretty. But in terms of like real time communication, I have to be prepared or I have to walk that path several times to be able to be effective. I'd say I do both. Um, but I don't like it when I only give myself enough time to barely, you know, get up and, and, you know, rush to the computer for a conference call. I prefer to get up, uh, with enough time. And like you, I, I love eight hours or more of sleep. Can I function without it? Sure. But as I'm older, I find that I'm l less comfortable doing that. Whereas if I have a full night's sleep, I feel good. You know, the rest of the day ends up being good. But I'm also a night owl, so I'm struggling there with a circadian rhythm that doesn't match most of civilized society, and that is that I would rather be going to bed at four in the morning than waking up at four in the morning. So on my weekends, I go into night owl mode. During the week, I go into, you know, normal human being mode, and they at times conflict. So during the week, I try to split the difference, go to bed a little bit later, but not you know, one or 2 a.m., I'll try to, you know, maybe midnight or whatever. And then the next morning, though, I find that if I go to bed later, I certainly want to cut it as close as I can, you know, to that meeting time where I then get up and then I rush to the meeting. But then there are other days, like today, I mean, we're, we're recording this, you know, uh, now it's like eight in the morning, but we started at around seven and our respective work days haven't even started yet. And so by the time we actually get to work today, we're already awake and alert and have already gone through our thought exercises by, you know, just having these discussions. So I think that there is an enormous value in leaving yourself enough time to prepare for your day. But also what you've touched on as a missing ingredient is also leaving yourself enough time to close out your day, you know, do that reflection before bed, plan your next morning so that even though you wake up and give yourself more time, you also have a plan going in uh, as to what that's going to look like before you engage in your daily activities, your daily work activities. Not everybody can take a nap during the day, um, you know, although I wish that was 
the case, right? I mean, siestas <laughs> gain popularity for a reason, right? <laughs> you know, the Mexican siesta, you know, midday where it's hottest, you know, you sleep it away, take a nap, refresh, rejuvenate. But um, sometimes you can't. But I think that if you can't do that, then you at least owe it to yourself, right, to um, have a cutoff point in the evening that you start to decompress. You take, you know, stop watching TV, uh, get off your phone, and maybe write down a few thoughts on paper. Like you said, writing is the best way. And have a plan of attack for your next day. Not rigid, but just kind of like, okay, tomorrow I want to do these things. Then you go to sleep on it, and then you wake up in the morning, you're going to have fresh ideas. Jot them down. And give yourself that time to to really to wake up, right? We, we can't wake up in an instant. It takes, it's a process. So give yourself that time to wake up. Jot down your thoughts from either the night before or what may have come to mind just that morning. Get yourself, you know, some coffee or your beverage of choice. You know, ease into your day. Not wake up in instant crisis mode. Yeah, instant crisis mode is, you know, just that. There's usually nothing good about the word crisis. One thing, too, I think by um, writing down your thoughts at the end of the day or um, even if it's as simple as like a task list, is you've made a decision on that item by letting it go and trusting it to remain on paper for you the next day that's your loose framework for the day if you do wake up in crisis mode but it also organically gives you the opportunity to iterate on that idea again you've you've snapped you know you've put a snapshot of it down on the paper well you've slept, you know, you're fresh, hopefully, you're looking at it again, there's, there's a possibility there for uh, improvement it comes by way of, I mean, it could just be a minor iteration, it could be revolutionary, like, oh, no, that was totally the bad idea. Now I get it. I had to see it first. Now I'm gonna do it this way. So there's a lot of little things that happen, you know, with those kind of frameworks, magic. Comes. For more HDTWO content and the latest show updates, like and follow our Facebook page, HDTWO Show, Instagram account at HDTWO Show, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at HDTWO Show. Don't forget to tell your friends.